This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. This is our 163rd episode of Talk Direction. And back with us is Martha and Steph. How are you guys? I am great. I'm good. (laughs) We should say, we should have you guys announce which one of you is which in case people are. I know. I was going to say, I wonder if people know your voices yet or not. I feel like you both have really distinct accents. So Stephanie's the one That's with the true. Canadian accent, and Martha's the one with the sort of like Southern accent. <laughs> southern, <laughs> whatever it, it is, it, it's more Southern yeah, it than used me. To be southern, and then it's not anymore. But it's still kind of mm. Southern. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we're on, Martha, let's trade accents and see. If yes. <laughs> Yeah, so they are back with us. Um, what was originally going to happen this month was I was going to take some time off to study some more because I'm taking the MCAT upcoming, but then I moved my test date to uh, April. So now I'm still here, and um, Martha and Steph are going to help out and like pop on the podcast while I was gone. Uh, but now they're here anyway, and we're all together. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for coming on today. Um, we are going to be talking about Niall's RTE Orchestra Live album. Um, so that's very exciting, especially because Stephanie is our resident uh, Niall stan. Um, so we have... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Could <laughs> you hear have... my dog just howl? No. Oh, well, that a little bit. happened as soon as you said I was the resident Niall stan. So oh. either she's very enthusiastic about that or she's offended that she's not the resident Niall stan. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't hear it, um, but maybe it'll get recorded and we'll show it on here and it'll show up in the episode. <laughs> um, anywho, before we get to the episode, I just want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talkdirection, and that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash talkdirection, and we put a whole bunch of bonus content over there. It is a way that you guys can support us directly. It's an awesome, Patreon's an awesome site for like creators and being able to support creators creators um because we put a lot of time into this podcast and uh we really appreciate the support um one of our features over there is chapter readings of these inconvenient fireworks at the moment lucia is doing those and she has a stunning audiobook voice um so if you're interested in listening to audio fic and you've gone through all of the pod fic that's available online for one direction definitely join the patreon because we're going to keep that up over the year and be reading different things uh, additionally we're doing sort of a fanfic book club over there we haven't chosen our fic for this month yet but we will be announcing that soon probably online um or in this episode if we edit that in not sure if we have um, and yeah that will be also happening over on patreon so check that out and of course we have our talk direction down low which is just an extra half hour episode mini episode at the end of every episode we continue to record for an extra half hour so if you want all the one direction solo direction content you can get 
make sure you check it out over on our Patreon. Um, yeah, this episode we're going to be doing Louis, Louis Tour Hopes and Dreams, which is exciting because we know he's got a song upcoming, um, which isn't something that we're going to be talking about this episode, except for in this like one little moment where I want to say that I'm really excited about it. And how are you guys <laughs> feeling about the fact that we've got a Louis song coming in the next couple weeks? I feel stressed, um, like physical stress. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like in a bad way, but like anticipation. Like I know it's coming. I'm not ready for yeah. it. <laughs> That's a yeah. weird thing to say, but like it's, it's exciting because well, Sophia, so one of your listeners, right, and mm-hmm. our friend had talked to him, like mm-hmm. actually interviewed him. So apparently, soon is actually soon. Yeah, uh, I'm whatever very that excited. means. I don't know. <laughs> I am also very excited. I am also excited and um, like everybody has got stuff going on and it's been a very stressful week. I feel like like because we don't know what's going on and everybody just keeps like posting things and I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it it's is. like everyone's like doing things and we don't know what they're doing or when it's coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it kind of feels like 2017 again, right? Like the calm before Ooh, the storm. Like, you know, a yes. whole bunch of stuff is coming at once, but you don't know when. And you're like, oh, God, everybody's going to tour. I don't yeah. have any money. I thought we were on a break like Ross Geller. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember we got like, like each of them released the song like a week apart in 2017? Yes. That, yeah. so that was too much. <laughs> Yeah, that I feel like that's definitely happening now, happening now. Like we've seen lots of pictures of Harry in Japan and everyone's trying mm-hmm. to figure out what he's doing over there. He's been pictured with like both musicians and a lot of different actors as as well as like sumo wrestlers. So it's really a mystery <laughs> what's happening. I don't really know. I mean, I assume he's like writing his album, but like also maybe working on some film. Like I don't know. <laughs> Do you think he going around to randoms in Japan like singers and producers and actors and sumo wrestlers and just getting photos taken to throw people off. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh my god. I was all thinking he was like using a producer in Japan until like the last two days and he's with all these actors and I'm like yeah. no what is he doing? But I, also the photos have been staggered. So, like, yeah. you get photos, hmm. and they weren't taken that day. They were taken days ago. Right. Yeah. yeah that's like, I'm not even suspicious. sure he's in Japan anymore. Yeah, I heard he left, but I don't know <laughs> how people know that. I don't know how they know it either, but I'm inclined to believe them because they're <laughs> well, they know a lot said of things. One of the captions in Japanese said they waited to post it till he left Japan. Right. And so that was, like, two days ago, and that's why people mm. think he left. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But maybe that is a red herring. Maybe he wants people to think that he's really still there. So he's like, post this photo. Say I went two days ago. Uh, I don't know. I want it to be both an album and a movie. Like, I want it all from Harry. Mm-hmm. Well, he did it last time, so. Yeah, yeah, very true. It's not too out there. Yeah. I mean, he could have the album done and he's working on a film. Like, because yeah. he had six months. Yeah. 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 Oh, we don't know. He could he could write on the road, right? Like Niall mm-hmm. has said he doesn't really write on the road, but Harry hasn't really said anything, I don't think. I mean he hasn't really said anything about it. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't really know. 
wouldn't it be great to know anything about anything about Harry? <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like there's a whole bunch coming, especially because, okay, then also Zayn tweeted, like, can't wait to start, like, touring this album or whatever. I know. Yeah. But does he not know what is happening? I don't <laughs> know. For this. I don't know. They really that... need to coordinate better. <laughs> I know, and Niall posted a, a video of him playing the piano. Yes. Yes. God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too much. <laughs> then we get an email from Liam yesterday, and yeah. I was like, oh, I know. no. <laughs> what? Didn't, I didn't see that. That's... It was just I like a wrap-up like of what he did over the past yeah. year type oh. email. Yeah, I was scared it was going to be more stuff, and I was like, I cannot do all of this. <laughs> I feel like Liam's going to be in a movie, too, though, because of yes. that tomorrow yeah. interview. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I want to see him Yeah, that would be cool. Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there was talks cool. of him doing a musical, right? I don't know. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. Well, I know at one point Andrew Lloyd Webber said he'd love for him to be in like one of his shows or something. Um, but then I thought I heard he had tried out for something that's being made into a movie. Mm. Interesting. Don't know. I'm not um hmm. caught up on all my Liam news. So same. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? If you guys know more than we do, write in and let us know on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You guys need a resident Liam expert. We do. Yeah. We yeah. really do. Um but yeah, it seems like there's gonna be a lot happening this month and we've already got really fun plans for what February is gonna be. So I'm excited about that. Um yeah, so it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a lot, and we're gonna we're gonna get through it together, you guys. Um, but first, wait, can I ask? Can I ask a really selfish question? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, what do you guys think of me as like who is my favorite? Like, if I was like the resident blank stand, who do you think of? <laughs> like, of which of the boys? Yes. Oh, Louis. Yeah, I would say Louis. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know if I would say that. What would you say? I don't know. I feel like Harry's your favorite, but you also like to play the field. I do like to play the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would. I would feel like Caitlin would be the resident Harry expert, just because. Yeah. I mean, you were your first. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Contest, right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would. I would say Louie. You yeah. also know a whole lot about Zane. Like a whole lot. That's yeah. true. I would say That's you're the true. resident Zane stan. Interesting, interesting. And yeah. the resident you're, you're, Liam stan. True. <laughs> you can also have the Nile title. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can just well, be OT5. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's the real truth. That's the real truth. <laughs> okay, carry on with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, moving into our main discussion, we are going to talk about the Irish RTE Concert Orchestra Flickr album, which was released in December, but, um, our fave old man Niall released the album (laughs) only as a hard copy, so they had to be shipped to people, Mm -hmm. and unsurprisingly, he underestimated how many people would want to buy the album, so I think shipping was extended because they had to like make more which yeah 
Yeah. Underestimated or didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just didn't, him and his team in like whatever, Ireland, didn't realize. <laughs> him in Ireland? Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't, I can't think of a logical reason. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I can't. You know, even when I think about, oh, maybe there was some logistics with licensing for the mm-hmm. RTE, but you would think that when Niall did this thing that he'd be like, hey, I have a global fan base, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I have no idea. It doesn't make sense. Um, but, yeah. So it's taken a while, and Lucia wanted to listen to the actual CD version. Um, plus, there was stuff going on in December. So we've moved it to now. Um, and we're going to be talking about it. So that's exciting. Um, this was originally recorded in April when him and his band uh, worked with the 45-piece orchestra. Um, and they recorded it for sort of like a one-off TV special. Um, but it was also being recorded for the live version of the album. But did we know that we were getting an album at the time of this TV special? No. No, he didn't. And I, lots of the time, I saw people, including myself, <laughs> lamenting on Twitter, like, I can't believe Niall did this whole thing with the RTE, and it was just aired once in Ireland. <laughs> Why didn't he put it on an album? Right. And then he did, but yeah. he only put it in Ireland, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was a semi-smart cookie. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this uh, orchestra is, I guess it's quite famous in Ireland, um, but it was under the conductor Gavin Murphy, um, who arranged all the orchestral scoring, which is pretty impressive. Um, and it was led by Brona Cahill. Cahill. Um, I don't know what that means to be led by someone, but it was. Um, does that mean like I'm gonna first? That's the conductor, I'm assuming. Oh, so, but it was performed under conductor Gavin Murphy. Oh, well, then I don't know what that means. And was led, is that like first first violin? Let's look up who Brona Cahill is. This is something, yeah. Oh, she's a violinist. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Cool. I don't know much about orchestras, I'm not going to lie. I don't either, unfortunately. <clears throat> All of my orchestra knowledge comes from fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is a lot then. <laughs> Don't hum bolero. If you haven't read it, go read it. It's a great one. What is it? Don't hum bolero. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's written by the same people who wrote Wild and Unruly. Oh, well then I will definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, I actually read that one first and then read Wild and Unruly after that. Well, I don't think Wild and Unruly was out yet, but yes. Um Anywho, uh, yeah, so that's cool. I think, like, the first violinist, like, has a lot to do with, like, the pacing and, like, the the way it goes and stuff. They're important position. Um, so that's cool. Um, did you guys watch the, the live version when it happened on TV, or have you watched it since? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a couple of them. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a couple um, specific songs after it had aired. Mm-hmm. Same. Did that's you watch, what I did. Did you guys watch any of the interview parts? No. It was really good. <laughs> yes, oh, I did. Well. I did watch the interview yeah. parts, too. Yeah, um, really I'm sure good. Steph sent them to me, and I watched them at some point. <laughs> I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did, actually. Did you I not? watched it streaming. Do you know what? This is ridiculous. I watched this thing streaming, and there was no one 
live feeding it. So how I watched it was somebody pointing their iPhone at their TV in Ireland, and that's what I watched. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I think, isn't there, there's got, there, I've seen some of the interview. Like, I, I think someone uploaded I mean, it's probably it on Tumblr yeah. somewhere. Yeah. It's probably out there now. I probably saw the quotes on Twitter. When was this? Oh. April. I'm trying to think yeah. of what I was doing in April. Yeah, it was April. <laughs> yeah. There were yeah. Harry concerts to attend to, I believe, in April. Oh, yeah. You uh, were probably, yes. like, on your... Because he was over in Europe and yeah. the That's UK. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I watched a couple uh, of the videos today, actually. And it looked nice. They had it sort of similarly set up to what Nile's stage looked like with the big carpets. Um, I also don't know if that's for, like, sound reasons, because Abbey Road seemed to have a similar sort of setup. Um, And it was just, like, a room with the orchestra all around. And Niall was standing there in his little blue sort of gray checkered suit with his red guitar, uh, at least in the picture I'm showing, on the dock. And you can see the um, Gavin Murphy conductor dude conducting everyone. Um, So I feel like... This is a nice outfit to wear for this. What did you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, he looked really good. It's, it's, it's like aesthetic nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like classic Nile. Um, yeah. Suit. Yeah. I really like this suit a lot. <clears throat> and I really liked the, like, it, in comparison, like, the CD I have, it has, like, this orange, um, like, trim and the CD, but, like, the actual disc is orange. And I feel like uh-huh. it looks really pretty, like, the blue and the orange together. Mm. Yeah, it pops really nicely. Yeah. Yeah. I like this aesthetic. It, it almost seems uh-huh. like kind of like 19, 1950s-esque to me. Like, I don't know, the colors and I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I, I apply agree. decades without really knowing what those decades look like. <laughs> 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 but I feel like he sort of tries to go for that retro yeah. lounge singer sort of vibe, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he said that before he's inspired by like Damien Rice and whatever. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very chilled out kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The suit's also tailored very nicely. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at mm-hmm. this picture. It looks mm-hmm. very lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were your initial thoughts on the album, just sort of as a whole and like uh picturing it in comparison to like the original album he did and like this one? Let's start with Lucia. What did you think? Um, I like this album a lot. Um, I hadn't listened. I didn't listen to it between um, when they did the TV broadcast and when I got the actual physical copy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know why, <laughs> like, because I know they were kind of out there, um, but I wanted to just wait <clears throat> until I got it. Um, so it's kind of nice to listen to it that way because you would just absorb it differently. I feel like with um, streaming music and stuff, like I'll put it on and then it'll kind of be in the background, and it's much easier for me to like disengage with it. Whereas this, I, like, literally put it in my CD player, and I was like, we are doing a thing. We are listening to this album. (laughs) So I was, like, much more focused on it. Um, But I like the album a lot. Um, I like – there's a lot about um, individual songs that I definitely, like, prefer on this album versus um, the regular Flickr album because it does have that more live sound. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Martha? Um, I thought, first of all, his voice on this album sounds amazing. I, I know in his interview <clears throat> on the podcast with George Ezra, he talked about how, like, someone told him his voice had grown a lot. And I felt like that was definitely very 
um, you could tell that by listening to it. I would, I yeah. listened to it. Um, I would listen to the RTE and then I listened to the regular um, version to compare them um, mm-hmm. while I was getting ready. And you can definitely tell a huge difference in his I voice. Yeah. yeah. So I did really enjoy that. Um, I actually recently saw Hanson. They, they just did a concert series called Hanson String Theory. I'm not a huge fan, Hanson fan, but <clears throat> My one employee that works for me is a huge handsome fan. And so I went with her and it was super cool to like, like I super appreciated it in that moment to sit in a room where you can like listen to your favorite band on an intimate level because it's definitely way different than like a rock concert, right? Right. Like with lights and everything. Like it was just chill and you can really hear their voices and it makes it really stand out. And that's like the feeling I got when I listened to Niall and made me really crave like hearing more people like that. Yeah. Cause it's kind of stripped mm-hmm. back, but not so like, it's not mm-hmm. stripped back, but it sounds stripped back. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't know that I would say I like it better than the album, like the original, mm-hmm. but I do really like it. That's why uh-huh. I feel like I always like the versions when you have someone performing at, like, the Grammys, like Sam Smith or something, and they, like, bring the entire orchestra in, and, like, so it's such a different version of the song, and it just sounds, like, so fresh and live. I find that so fun. Yeah, I think I kept, like, in everything, on every song, I was like, it just sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. So with, like, all of those instruments, like, it just sounds like, like, there's not stuff you feel like's missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I got like Justin Timberlake plays with like a twenty-piece band on stage, and it kind of wow. has the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know Taylor Swift said there was like a hundred and something instruments used like every night in her tour, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, wow. Compared to like with Harry's, where it's like only a couple instruments. Um, so that's really cool. Oh. Um, and then finally, Steph, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was very cool. Like, when he announced he was going to do this, I thought it was a very cool concept. Um, and it really, it made a lot of sense. Um, so the special was really cool, where the songs were sort of interspersed with the interview bits. And he was very um, candid in the interview, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just, I really like the arrangements of it. And the songs kind of, the orchestra really fills them out. And some of the problems that I had with Niall's album, I mean, I think they're pretty common right we they're not very live sounding and it's mm-hmm. too polished and yeah he sounds great on it and there's lots of it sounds very live and it's cool that he's playing with his not only with the orchestra but he's playing with his touring band so yeah yeah it's cool to have a live recording of that yeah i totally agree i feel like everything that all of you guys said rang true to me as well um like not only did the orchestra sort of like fill in those moments and like feel like you're breathing with the song but also just Niall's voice alone because it was live we got a whole new element like you know it had grown in the whatever year or whatever since he recorded it like the original or however long it was and then because it was live it had more of like a rasp and like a gruff sound to it which I really appreciated um, and you could hear his voice just get more delicate and light and sort of crack at different parts. And I thought that was really cool. Like, I love that. I feel like it puts a lot more emotion into it. Um, so, like, I loved both the, like, the musical element, but also just the fact that it was recorded as a live version. Um, I thought that was really special. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know how I would compare it to the original. I think they're different. I maybe like some aspects of this better 
this one better, but it's hard for me to be like, I don't know, because there was like, it's like you've got the live version where he did have the violin like uh, on tour and then this live version where he's got the orchestra and then like there were some strings on the other one. So I don't know, I, it's confusing for me, but I did really like this version. Um, and I think it's really cool that he, he released it as um, an extra little bonus for us to have. Ness now still waiting on that live Red Rocks version as well. <laughs> I wonder when Ugh. that will be out. <laughs> he was so at the show. He was so, oh, remember, I'm recording this. So let's all put our phones away and just live in the moment. And we can all watch <laughs> it back later. But luckily, not everyone put their phone away because <laughs> can't watch it back later. <laughs> like, when is that coming? Is, is that this? still coming? Is that a thing? Like, what's happening with that? I have. I, this is a 1D ghost. Maybe he <laughs> made it coming. up so that people wouldn't use their phones because he just he didn't want. He was like, "This <laughs> show, I don't want phones, so I'm just gonna the lie to them." The cameras actually not rolling at all. <laughs> yeah, just prop cameras. There were cameras everywhere. Yeah, but they probably did not have film in them. Like they were cardboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were fake. They had like Fisher Price logo on the side. <laughs> I just know that Nile is too. He was too excited about the Red Rocks to not have that footage somewhere. Just as Harry was too, is too damn, like, involved with himself that he did not, like, he has that footage, okay? Well, he has it. It's true. It's true. But I feel like Niall also being a perfectionist, maybe he watched the footage back and he was like, no, this isn't good enough. I can't release yeah. it. It's not. It's it's not good enough. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll give Niall is his tour did end like not till the end of September, so it's yeah. not like he's like That's six true. months later. But freaking Taylor Swift's ended in what? And then she came out with her thing. On but she Eve. always does that. She always she did that. Nineteen eighty nine. Her last one was like in December, and she had two weeks later, she had it out. She what show was that. the Reputation tour? That was the it was. Rock- it was oh. the last show of the U.S. Oh. tour, so it was in September. <clears throat> okay. But, I mean, she probably, like, she's Taylor Swift. She probably has a bigger team. Like, sorry, I love Niall, but Taylor Swift is a yeah. little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys watch her? Um... I did. I yeah, haven't watched too. it yet. I want to, though. It looks good. I just it's haven't really had time good. to kind of sit down and absorb it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. I want to rewatch her 1989 one, because that was um, also really I'm good. I'm so jealous. I'm so mad I didn't go to that tour. Me like, too. Biggest oh, regret no. ever. Yeah. I tried so many times too, but the, the, I was still, like, young enough where my mom's like, I don't want you driving, like, yeah. however many hours mm. to go somewhere by yourself. So. Oh, yeah, sad. I was working nights, and I had just got back from a trip like on Monday night and I think she played Monday and Tuesday and mm. I was like I can't yeah. take off another day yeah Ugh. well now we know anyway that was before I would fly across the country for it so you know. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um all right so moving on um I feel like we kind of answered all these questions do you guys have anything else to add uh before we go into sort of the song by song nope all right nope. So let's start with the first song, which is The Tide. Um, And let's go again to Lucia. What did you think of this for this version? 
I really liked this version. I had a hard time coming up with words to describe my feelings because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not like a big orchestra person. I don't know a lot of like lingo and stuff. So I wrote open with very beautiful tinkling noise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do feel like this particular song lends itself really well um, to the orchestra album. Like it, it has like a very full sound. And yeah, I, think it, like, I wrote matches that too. Quite well. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was re- like especially beautiful. Um, and there's just like throughout this album, there's so many just little tiny bits here and there that like make it really special. Um, like on this one at the very end, there's just like these very few like little piano notes that kind of come out. And I feel like with the orchestra album, like. <laughs> Oh my Sorry. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> With the orchestra versions, you like notice these things because there's such a big contrast. Because um, it's like it's like super loud and full, and then when it goes down to just a couple piano notes, like you really notice that because mm-hmm. it's such a, mm-hmm. a contrast. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like there was like this pretty violin sharp plucking sound that I really liked. I I don't mm. know where it is, so you guys are just going to go with what I'm saying. <laughs> and then also the string part on like don't want it to end when he was singing that like really lightly. There was like these just gorgeous strings coming in. Mm, yeah. Um and that sounded really pretty. And just like guys feel free to hop in. I won't go around to each of you just in case some of us don't have anything to say. <laughs> so just hop in when you want. <laughs> Um, I have on here that I really like it's kind of sounded like it was written with an orchestra like of all Mm -hmm. of them I feel like this one Mm -hmm. felt the most like that's how it was originally made and I also um, I really loved at the end um, it it does this on the original version but I felt more so on this version like how it got so loud and then all of a sudden everything dropped out and then it just he like says like one more line at the end I think like very softly and it feels like a like very much like a tide like for real like that rush of a wave and it just like washes out and I it it's like that in his version and his live version but it was definitely since there were so many instruments you could like feel it so much more on this yeah I had something like that too where the instruments they kind of like rise and fall especially you can hear it in the orchestra and it's like a tide it's very it's very good like the orchestra is really really prominent in this song um I think it's one of the best ones on the album honestly um, I, and I think it's the perfect opener for it too like it kind of opens with a punch uh, mm-hmm. and it, it starts off with the two like I think like drumsticks hitting each other so it's really kind of sets the tone for the album with a very live feeling mm. jam session type feel yeah it's cool I, yeah. it's really really good they just and yeah the orchestra doesn't just play along either they sort of add more here to the song and they fill it out like we said yeah yeah I felt like on the whole album as well like there was more musical interludes when the orchestra like really got to do its own thing so it wasn't just like mm-hmm. in the background like there was purposely like space for it which I really yeah. liked yeah. Um, I'd love to know like the composer's process where he like you guys said about like the tide and like that feeling of hearing it with the orchestra it felt like a wave like I wonder if that's what was going through his head when he was composing it like if he was thinking like thematically about that yeah, so I read an interview, actually, where he said, 
um, that when they were figuring out how to translate Niall's songs to the orchestra, that he had this vision that Niall wouldn't be overpowered by the orchestra, more like mm. the orchestra, Niall would be there and his band would be there and the orchestra would sort of be floating around him. Mm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It, that, it fit the album very well. Yeah. I feel like they pulled that off because I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you yeah. could hear his, I was like, in a couple of these songs, the notes I had were like, you can hear his voice more in this than you can on his actual own album. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, um, like, it just felt like you were breathing, like, with it. Like, it was breathing with the song. And, um, like, it almost felt like it was supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I said about it. It just feels like it was originally made with it. Yeah. I wonder if he'll take that as an inspiration for his next album i know like the next album he wants to be more like gritty so like maybe not but like (laughs) maybe he will like add more like orchestra elements to it in general i mean i'm not convinced he knows what he's saying when he says he wants it to be gritty sometimes i feel like he just (laughs) says things Mm -hmm. when he's like talking about his next album and he doesn't really know honestly (laughs) yeah but if we get a freaking slow hands album i will just be so happy that'd be amazing everything can handle that life (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to this town which is the second song um this one what did i say i said strings in the background almost sound like water like it's got kind of like twangy sound um Mm -hmm which I really like, and it comes in at the end as well. And I kind of wish it was more throw. It's like that slidey, twangy sound. I don't really know what I'm describing, but I really loved it. Um, And I just like wanted more of it because I just find that like one of the most beautiful sounds. Um, And then like almost there was like this shake or two that came in near the end that like made it- I wrote the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, it made it like a jam session. I was like, all right, this town is like picking up. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This. Town Live is so much better than it is on the, like, the yeah. studio. I actually very rarely listen to the studio version yeah. unless I'm listening to his whole album because I, on my playlist of 1D solo songs, I don't even have the This Town studio version. I have the one mic, one take one. Ah, mm. interesting. Yeah, because I'm just, I don't like it. It sounds, even when that first came out, I was like, this is too polished. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was never that into it when it first came out. Like, I think I said that like it just wasn't it didn't hit it didn't hit me as something that was so different and so striking um no I, like I mean it's this not version. yeah it's not really it didn't really grip me either I mean I listened to a, to it a lot mm-hmm. obviously because I think it was the first 1D solo song we got it was yeah. aside from Zane yeah so yeah but yeah. this this version is very nice and the orchestra is very subdued and I think it works for this song because if it was too, too much it would overpower him. Yeah. It was actually like almost identical, the beginning is. And then it, like the strings just slowly get added, mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I had, it sounded like the drum beat was definitely stronger. Like, is there even a drum in the original? I can't even tell. I don't but know. But I think so I brought it. not. It actually, yeah, I think I said the beat was a bait. It sounds like a bass guitar in the original. And I really appreciate the drums. I actually have that on a lot of these, that it sounded like the drums were more prominent in the, mm. and I really enjoyed that. And I didn't realize that I missed that from Now's music until I listened to this album. Mm. You know why his live arrangements are probably like that? His, yeah. um, like, musical... I forget what the word is, but his like musical lead musical consultant guy when they did the live versions when he was going to tour was his drummer. 
Yes. <laughs> so his drummer was probably like, I'm inserting myself more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Jerry that did those yeah. arrangements with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like do this, appreciate that. I like this version a lot. Um, I also like the whiny guitar sounds. Caitlin, it's like, um, I think it's electric guitar, but it has like a very country sound. It's mm-hmm. like that kind of twangy, whiny guitar sound. Yeah. And I also thought it was really, really pretty. Um, it like makes my heart ache a little bit. Yes. Oh, it's just my and favorite. It also, yeah, and also because it comes in um, the first time he sings, if the whole if the whole world was watching, um, it comes in and the other like string in- instruments aren't aren't there yet, mm-hmm. so it's like extra noticeable. And then also at the end, yeah, um, like all the other string instruments drop out and the tempo like slows down, and then it's mostly you can just hear his voice and those little whiny guitars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very pretty. And then and then the, then the strings come back in when he does the mm-hmm, like at the very end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that the was song so is- beautiful. Yeah, and this song is interesting because it's one of those songs that, like, I feel like got lost because I also um, don't listen to the studio version that much. But this is one of my favorite songs to actually play and sing myself. Mm. Um, And it's also one of my favorite songs to hear Niall play live. I think it's such a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. Especially because the crowd gets so into it. Like, Mm -hmm. Did I tell you guys I saw people, like, raving to it? in vegas oh my god (laughs) it was like that show was a mess like we were in a pit and these girls behind us they were just like going nuts they had irish flags and they were i had never seen anyone like legitimately headbang and like rave to this town and niall actually pointed them out after the song and like that was i i've never seen that before that was very cool That's going to be us to from the dining oh, table for Harry's so tour funny. next time when we all get like the floor seats. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else about this song? Or shall we move on? I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right. So the third song is Too Much to Ask. Um, and what do you guys have to say about it? I love I this actually- one. I actually said it's my least favorite. Um, <laughs> my note says this is by far the best one on the album. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm no. surprised that we have opposite opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprising because, Martha, we both really liked the studio one, didn't we? Yeah, I do really love the studio version. I think it's why it's my least favorite mm. on this. Because I kind, of ag- I kind of agree with you. I too Much to Ask is one of my favorite songs on his album, but it was one of my least favorite of the orchestra songs. Yeah. <gasps> I actually said um, that I felt like the strings were too loud on this, and this is the only time I thought that. And I think my problem is I really like the guitars in this song, and you can't mm. hear them as much with the strings. Um, but I did say I really like the, uh, the solo, um, the guitar solo in this, because yeah. he plays it different That's live than it is on the track, so I, I do like that. Yeah, and he had a note yeah, like change on um, hoping when he says hoping he changed the note that he sings. Which I found yeah, I noticed some yes. different yeah. note changes throughout not just this song but like other songs as well, and I really loved that. Yeah, he sang the songs the way he sings them live, which is yeah. awesome, and like, you can especially hear it in um, like we'll get there, but seeing blind because yeah, Marin isn't there, so now singing his harmony, and you can hear it clearly. Yeah, um, but yeah, I really I like this one, and I just. I really it's funny because I really liked the arrangement I put (laughs) in my note that everything about this arrangement is perfect (laughs) (laughs) 
I really liked it. I said that the fade of the orchestra coming in at the beginning was really, really nice. And uh, I really liked the second half. Oh, oh, in the second verse, because it was aired on TV, right? So he can't sing the swear word. But okay. I thought that the um, strings being really, really loud kind of added to that uncomfortable mm. feeling that you get when he sings the swear word. So I, I thought they did a good job of making up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I liked how the orchestra would crescendo into the chorus. I just, mm-hmm. I, know, I liked how loud and powerful it was. Yeah, I thought that there was like this really beautiful build up to like the shadow dancing part. I liked that. Yeah. Um, and then I said the sound of the violin almost sounded like it was twirling and it felt like I should be like at some like ball, like dancing or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this. This <laughs> is a funny thing. Um, I wanted to use the word crescendo like multiple times when I was making my notes for this episode, <laughs> which is really funny because I like never use that word to describe music. But all yeah. of a sudden, when I was doing this, I'm like acting Same. like I'm some kind of like orchestra. Oh yeah, expert. no, I totally was oh, just like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did make me want to wish Niall would play the piano more. Um, on tour because I think it'd be really yeah. cool to have him sing this mm. with the piano. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I believe on every song I comment on the piano. Like I do truly love like a piano ballad, and so this mm-hmm. gave me like kind of everything I ever wanted because that's one thing. Another thing, Niles lacks um, a lot is the piano. Like we got it more with Harry than mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, but like he plays his Gibson on this song. It's the only time it comes out during the show after, like, on That's the loose true. goes away. <laughs> like, <laughs> that means... Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate yeah, but the Gibson. Yeah, he needs to play the piano. Um, I mean, I'll get true. with it. But I need good <laughs> pictures of him playing the Gibson, and I can't get them during on the loose because he moves around too much. That's true. <laughs> we need Niall, Harry, and Louis all to bust out the piano next time around. Yeah, if Louis plays the piano, I will die. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> he really should. Save I... that for TDDL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I could tell that you were all going to go there. And I was like, no, yes, yeah. we will. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, so good. All right. Ready to move on? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So the fourth song is Paper Houses. Um, I feel like this was one where I noticedly I notice it noticed the like breathing aspect of the orchestra. Um, and I just said like his voice in particular sounded so delicate and lovely on this, especially on like I said the bridge part before the end, but I don't really know if it was the bridge, but it was near the end. <laughs> um, and then like the strings come back in full force. and I just I think on this one, I really felt like the liveness of his vocals because it like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because there is such, like, delicate notes in this. So I feel like that's when you can really hear, like, almost, like, whispery kind of vocal going on. Um, So I really liked that about this song. I said the same thing about his voice. Um, I thought his voice sounded just, like, extra, extra gorgeous. Mm. Particularly on the chorus of this version. And I was thinking maybe it's because you can hear it louder than you can in the studio version. Mm -hmm. um, Because there's less noise. Like, you can actually hear his voice louder. But I just thought he sounded so, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. On, the, on this and on the chorus specifically. I also noticed a really interesting thing that I didn't notice before, but like the very ending of the song, um, it like ends on a kind of weird note, like with the guitars. And I was trying to look it up and I couldn't 
I couldn't like fully figure it out before we started recording. So I don't, this is like, this is like 95% accurate. (laughs) (laughs) But like the chords that are listed on like Ultimate Guitar, which is like the like most popular like site for chords and stuff is like that it ends with A, B, and then E as like the very last chord. Mm -hmm. But it's not, it doesn't end on E. It actually, I think ends on A. And, like, if you listen to the very end of this song, um, the very last chord is, like, weird. Like, you want it to go to the E, which feel more, like, resolved. But it kind of ends on this weird chord, and I think it's A. And I'd never noticed that before until I listened to this version. And then I went and listened to the studio version. It's the same thing. That makes so much sense. Does it? It just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I was listening to him perform it, like, when he did his first ever show, so the first time I ever heard that song, it was stuck in my head and I knew instantly it would be my favorite song because the last little bit where he sings and mm-hmm. it fades out was constantly stuck in my head. And mm-hmm. now I know why, because probably the chords did not resolve. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Man. That's really interesting. <laughs> the problem with me is like, I know enough about music to recognize things, but not enough to explain them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're better really at explaining things than me, so. <laughs> I'm with you. I can, like, pick out, like, that's strange and not normal, and then that's yeah. why I like it, but then I have no idea, like, anything yeah. else about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have no idea, and I'm just like, oh, I like that, or I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, have, I have on this, um, this is actually the first one I listened to. I was, I think, listening to them in alphabetical order because I just had the MP3s, and that's how they got, like, got put in my like google Mm. um drive so this is the first one i listened to and i just went like on and on about how good his voice sounded in it so Mm -hmm. um i really enjoy that and also said i really like the the symbols in this one i don't remember now why but i obviously thought you were talking about like metaphorical symbols and i was like what no no like the actual symbols (laughs) yeah So, yeah, I don't remember now, like, what I really liked about them, but yeah. I liked it enough to write it down, so. <laughs> That's me with all my commentary. <laughs> Barely know what I mean by my comments. <laughs> um, all right, moving on, then, to you and me. Um, I really want to say you and I there. <laughs> um <laughs> So this one, all I had was I like the little hey you get in the middle of it because it's live. And I feel like you got bits and pieces of that throughout this album, but it just like makes it feel like you're there and you just get like all those little sounds that like you're in the room or you get that like live feeling that like the artist is really into it. So they decide to shout like hey at some part. Um, But I thought that was cool. Yeah, I like this song. Um, This one I actually like this orchestra version more than the studio version. I think Mm -hmm. it has a better rhythm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's something about the studio version of this song that I don't, it doesn't grab me. And I think it's, I think it's something about the rhythm gets lost in it. Um, And I also find that I really like his voice. I I mean, obviously we all like his voice better live. I just feel like it's so dynamic in this song. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this, I mean, in this version, sorry. Um, and I also really liked the like musical bridge with the electric guitars. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I love the guitar break in this song, and it sounds yeah. really good with the full orchestra. Yeah, yeah. The same thing. Throughout, I feel like throughout the album, um, I feel like you don't often hear a lot of electric guitar with like orchestra um, yeah. instruments, and I felt like they did that throughout this album, which I really 
appreciated. Anyone else have anything about this one? No. I'm not a big fan of this song, so... Um, In general? But I d- yeah, but I yeah. did... It's probably, like, my least favorite song, but I did really enjoy it with the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think maybe for me as well, it's not one of my favorites off his album. Maybe it's the lyrics. I don't know. But maybe it's too cheesy for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving into Seeing Blind. Of course, the... Oh, actually... The way I've wrote it on my little note sheet is seeing bling. So I don't I don't know how we want to interpret that. But. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a very different song. Yeah. It's the pain chain song. But of course, the biggest thing on this is there's no Marin Morris. Um, and then I also found it just more generally like fast paced and kind of like choppy um, and like less country-ish not that like seeing blind was country country but like with the orchestra i don't know it, it felt like less like that and sort of just different um but i really oh, liked it that's interesting because i put that it was much more twangy than really the version. <laughs> like i think there's some parts in it with the guitar that are very prominently sounding very country that's I don't mind so it. funny. I don't mind it, but that's funny that we felt it was opposite. Yeah. I thought it was more country. Well, I would believe your opinion more than mine, to be honest. <laughs> I actually was with Caitlin. I thought it felt more... Um, I, I, I noticed that, you know, the original version is very, like, staccato. He's very, like, short with how he says everything, and, and yeah. so is the way it's played. And this one's very smooth, so I thought it kind of changed the feel of the song. And also felt like um though it was always nice with the orchestra that i think it would be fun to hear this with a folk band yeah yeah um and i thought that would be like something fun for this song and i also um i must have commented later on another song that i like the triangle because i said i still really love the triangle <laughs> and niall needs to add the triangle to his band and i volunteer uh to do the yes. triangle. Yeah, he does. North on triangle. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it <laughs> That would be fun if they brought someone up for, like, uh, maybe, like, one song every tour stop. Like, there was one song that they yeah. brought an audience member up to play the triangle. And, like, every fan would, like, learn it. That would be hilarious. I can do the shaker. I can do the shaker on this count, too. So, either one, I'm, I'm all yeah. <laughs> I feel like whenever people get try to get audiences to come in with rhythm, it's just, it never works. Because they can't. Like, we can't keep like, that. It's always a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really loved this version a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the intro with, like, just his voice and the acoustic guitar strumming and, like, the kick drum was, like, really, really good. And I don't have that reaction when I listen to the studio version. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when I listen to the intro of the studio version, I, like, don't really have a reaction. But, like, listening to the intro of this version, I'm like, yes, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, This it's just, it's way more fun on, the, yeah. like, on this album than on the studio version. And I think it's because it sounds, I mean, obviously, it sounds closer to the live version, which was also, I really enjoyed it live. Um, And it's also nice. I mean, I love Marin, and certainly she helps fill out the song. But it is nice to have a solo Nile version of this Mm -hmm. song professionally recorded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually prefer it with just Nile's voice. Really? No, I love Mm -hmm. Marin. But I'm also, like, now a huge fan of her. So I just like the harmonies a lot in this, in, in the original yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, Fire Away. I said this one was probably my favorite version, um, just because I think it 
does sound really live just like I was saying for paper houses I think it's just like the super slow delicate songs you feel that like raspy sound a bit more or like the raspy light whispery live sound um and I really love the end of this one um Mm -hmm. as well um and yeah what what did you guys think of it yeah I think this one is much better on this album than on the studio I don't I honestly don't really like it that much um but I like it on this album so yeah the same I I think it's filled out more I don't know something gets lost for me on the studio version of it I just maybe there's not enough there I don't know yeah this definitely I really like it on here I agree and this one's definitely fuller and I Mm -hmm. he adds that instrumental to the end um Mm -hmm. before he says fire away that sounds really good I really enjoy that yeah, I really, really like that. And his voice is really, really good. Like, when he's coming into the bridge and the end of the song, he sounds very, like, his voice sounds really raspy, and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, when I, like, listened to the intro of this song, I feel like it's so pretty. Like, it almost sounds like a lullaby. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like his voice, um, especially during, um, like, when he says, darling, you don't have to hold it. His voice is, like, so high and just, like, so pretty and soft because he's, like, in this really high, um, like, notes that I would feel like we don't hear him sing that often because he usually stays in a pretty low register. Mm-hmm. But I thought he sounded so beautiful and it was very, like, lullaby. Yeah, and it felt, yes. it felt like it fit the words so much. It felt so much more, like, real to me. Like, he was really, like, asking someone to, like, you know, unload their problems and... I don't know. I loved, I just, I love the lyrics of this song and I loved how they fit with the sort of very vulnerable sound of his voice on the live version. Mm-hmm. Um, next song is So Long, which is the one that we didn't get on the album, but he did play live uh, for the 2018 part of his tour. Um, and he played piano on tour. Uh, which was extra special. So we did get a piano song from Niall. Um, But yeah, what did you guys think of this one? This is my favorite on the album. But I can't say that it's not because it isn't on the other album. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It's like like a single that somehow stands out separately. Yeah. Like if I did this with all the other ones and I had had as much time with it as the other ones, it might not be my favorite. But Mm -hmm. So I can't tell if that's the reason, but either way, it is my favorite on this album. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah. the, sorry, I don't like, no, I, you're fine. I feel like I keep interrupting people, but <laughs> <laughs> that's hard with four of us. Um, I'll just, I'll go over all my notes. So I really like the structure of it. Um, like it starts with just piano and his voice and it's like very sparse and then like the string instruments come in, but it's still very soft. And then it kind of builds over the course of, like, the second verse. And then by the second chorus, it's, like, full. And it just feels very satisfying. Um, I also really liked um, the bridge. is my favorite bit on the whole album, probably. Because um, they have, like, when you sing, singing just started, just started, the um, yeah. violins do this, like, thing that leads into it. <laughs> and it's so pretty. And then they do this, like, swooping, like, over the bridge. Like, again, I don't know how to explain it. But it's so freaking beautiful. And it's like my favorite part of the album. And I also really like how it ends on a very low piano note. It's a low F, like the lowest F on the piano. It's just like one 
ends the song. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that is, I never would have noticed that except for whenever he plays it live, he always plays the last one and he makes a point of playing with like one finger and looking at the audience and laughing. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But can you, so this song obviously was not on the album because he didn't like the production of it. So when I listened mm-hmm. to it, I tried to imagine it without the orchestra. Mm-hmm. And it, it's weird because I feel like had we got it on the album without the orchestra, I would have not liked it for the same reasons that I'm not a huge fan of You and Me and Fire Away, that they just don't have mm. enough there. I feel like this song, though, with like just Niall playing the piano and singing is perfect for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Mm. I am like so angry at him for like not figuring out how to make this song better and putting it on the album. <laughs> like how? <laughs> like if you didn't like how it recorded, like figure out what you didn't like and put it on there. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah. Well, he did and, that like, with mirrors. And also, he originally didn't like that one and put it on. So I don't know. Yeah. So also, it is a lot different. So I think my one of my biggest problems with Fire Away and you and me is that I like flicker better than both of them. They all three kind of sound alike. And like, this is kind of totally different because it's with the piano. So like, Mm -hmm. at least it would have sounded different instead of like, Oh, I can't ever remember which one's you and me and which one's fire away. Like that's true. Cause they sound so much like, I don't know. I, my whole notes on this is how angry I am at him for not putting this on the album. (laughs) I almost wonder, I almost wonder, and maybe we already know this, but, um, I almost wonder if this song sounded different before and it like didn't fit on the album and then they actually changed it because he wanted to put it on this album and play it live. Like maybe the the like version we have now isn't what it used to be like when they were making the album or something. Oh, that's possible. I yeah. I mean, I, I think it was always with piano because he right. gave us an Insta video, right, of him playing mm-hmm. it on the piano. Like, a lo- I think even before we got slow hands. Yeah. We got so long and we didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that video someone talked about. Um, it was like from a show of One Direction where they were like, he played something and then it was like on Made in the AM and he had played it like three years before. Like, oh, who yeah, picks up on that regular song? I, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. who picks up on this stuff? I never noticed. <laughs> I know. Yeah, then people were that. talking about how Zane then was supposed to have a verse on that song. Yeah, if they had oh, it during yeah. the Where We Gosh. Are tour, then yeah, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, the last song is Flicker, which I feel like makes sense given the album. Um, what did you guys think of this last one? It works very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's very pretty, and it's a very fitting album ender. I mean, Obviously, we all know it's Niall's favorite song, and it's it's called Flicker, so it makes sense. But it works really, really well, and I think everything that was good about this album, there's parts in Flicker that are very, the orchestra is very prominent, um, but for the most part, it just sort of floats around him mm-hmm. <laughs> and allows his voice to be featured, um, which I think is really all you need with this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. thought this sounded the most natural for an orchestra. Um, like mm-hmm. it, it sounded like it could be like a Disney song or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For that sure. sounds like it's not an insult. I, there's plenty of Disney songs that are amazing. No, songs. I know. No, it's true. <laughs> it could have been the song in Tangled when they're putting out all those like pretty light things into the sky. Oh yeah, I didn't watch oh, that, oh. that movie. Could be someone should edit that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Who's on it? it? Tag yeah. us. Yeah. Now I want to edit all of Miles' orchestra songs into random Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <You should>. yes. <laughs> no, I I really liked the piano on this. I, it actually really reminded me of the acoustic version of Flicker, which I know when we did that uh, song discussion, I like was obsessed with. Um, so this is very, I think it's like a very similar arrangement. It just has like all the strings instead. So mm-hmm. I really, really love this a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really the perfect way to end this little album. Any final thoughts on this? I don't think so. I'm really glad we got this album. Um, yeah. It's like really nice to have and I like it a lot and I think I'm going to listen to it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. nice, like, it's annoying, the whole CD thing, but it's also kind of nice because I have it in my car right now. I don't have, like, a Bluetooth or anything that I can plug my phone into my car, so when I'm in my car, I can only listen to CDs. Mm-hmm. So it's nice because now I can just listen to that anytime I'm driving, which is a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I like, I ripped it and I put it on my phone, Yeah, I still – it's nice. And it's nice to listen to at work. It's pretty chilled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I changed it, my setting on my phone to punch up the classical music. So it sounds good. Mm. I like it. Yeah. What do you mean punch up the classical? Party. Like you can change your settings for your music app on the phone to equalize differently. So if huh. you're listening, you can do like a vocal booster or a bass booster. So there's just oh. different settings. And then it's sort of just, it's subtle, but... It does change the way it sounds a little, especially like I have those big over the ear right phones, so it does make a difference. Wait, what brand of headphone did you do you have for the big over the ear ones? The Audio Technica. Oh, okay, I'm looking into investing into some. So <laughs> yeah, those ones are. I mean, they weren't cheap, but they are really good. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so. Of course, this wasn't Niall's entire album. If you had to pick a song that you felt should have been on the orchestra version but wasn't, which one would you choose? Lucia, why don't you start us off? And um, I thought it would be really cool. Wait, Lucia, you just cut out completely, so I didn't hear it. Oh, dear. Um, So I kind of cheated because he didn't um, write the song, but I thought it would be really cool to have an orchestra version of Dancing in the Dark. Ooh. Yes. Particularly because there's, um, on Bruce's version, there's, like, little horn sounds Mm -hmm. um, towards the end. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I feel like you couldn't really hear horns a lot in this album. That's another thing I had mentioned at the top that I forgot to say. Um, I feel like, not that I really have criticism, because I thought it was beautiful, but, like, if I did have to have criticism, I would have liked more cello and, like, more horns. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could hear a lot of, like, violin, but, like... Yeah, there weren't enough horns. I felt that same way. I feel like horns, like trumpets and saxophones, like add so much to pop music. I don't understand why more pop artists yeah. don't utilize them. Because um, every time I hear them in a pop song, I'm like, that's incredible. So anyways, I feel like Dancing in the Dark with like some extra horns, like Nile Orchestra, could be really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Martha, what about you? Um, you know, I think it would be fun to see him try to make slow ha- hands sound yes. like an orchestra. <laughs> a challenge. Yeah. I just yeah. want to see what would happen because yeah. obviously it would have to change a lot, but that could be fun too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah, that would be so fun. Do that one. Yeah. yeah. And then Steph, what about you? Um, I was hoping for his acoustic ver- version of On the Loose hmm. to be done with. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's like much more of like an electric song. Like I feel like they're gonna mm-hmm. be like on the loose, like like something with like the violin going like really like. Yeah, it would have been very cool. Yeah, he really stuck to his mostly the slower ones, right? The ones that are eliminated are the more upbeat ones. And those would have been so fun. I know. Since we're alone, would have been really good too. I'm surprised he didn't do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Anyway, um, maybe it'll happen someday. <laughs> I just, honestly, those fast ones, I love converting fast songs to slow songs or slow songs to fast songs and like seeing how artists reinterpret them. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, if we had to pick Harry songs to become orchestra versions, which ones would you choose? I said top three, but, you know, just Babylon if you would like to. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start this time? Does anyone have ideas in their mind? <laughs> I mean, I wrote three down. All right, go for it, Lucia. But I didn't, I didn't like, think about it. I thought about it for two minutes because Caitlin only posed this question, question <laughs> like an hour ago. But I, said, <laughs> I said, Sign of the Times, Sweet Creature, and Only Angel. Ooh, those Ooh. would be so good. Yeah, because Sign of the Times, for obvious reasons, yeah. the epicness. Um, yeah. Only Angel, also for obvious reasons, because it's got that chorus in the beginning, and they could do mm-hmm. a lot of fun with that, like, including yes. stuff like that throughout the song instead of, like, just having an intro. Yeah. And then I feel Sweet like that Creature, has a, yeah. the, the Only Angel has a similar vibe of what I was saying about, like, On the Loose. Like, it could get something mm-hmm. really kind of, like, yeah. almost electric-feeling strings coming in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Sweet Creature, just because I feel like it's it could be really pretty with violins, and then when they do those, like, whale noises in the bridge, I feel like those could be, like, echoed with cellos, and it would be even more yes. devastating. Yeah. Yes. That'd be really yeah, that, cool. Those would be good. <clears throat> I'd like to hear Two Ghosts, because I really dislike the um, studio version, even though I really Boo. like the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> lyrics i just really don't i don't know why i dislike that song so much because i don't like country music i just really don't like it and i yeah. think maybe some strings might like a bit and i think actually like meet me in the hallway might be kind of cool that would oh, be yeah. so cool meet me in the hallway would be really cool all like yeah. layered strings mm-hmm. um yeah. how about you steph yeah, I was going to say only Angel because the beginning part, and then it would be really cool with the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also Sweet Creature because yeah. it would be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, you know what else would be good? Ever since New York. Yeah, that would be Ooh, really good. Yeah. If he did cool. it, the quicker version that he did on SNL. Yeah. That we were all hoping for. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like I just want all of them. I'm going to say two different ones that anyone has mentioned just so we can go through them. Um, (laughs) Woman, I feel like that would be amazing with, like, a saxophone and, like, trumpets, like, going on in Mm -hmm. it. I feel like like that needs to be more of a, like, um, like, jazz like jazz yeah yes. oh yeah orchestra. Yes. yes yeah because like we what have that duck sex? sound but those are like a horn section like that could be a yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. um, yeah a woman with a saxophone would be amazing it would be so cool um i hope he gets like more like next 
tour, maybe he should get some more instrumentalists to come on tour with him. Well, I think that's part of the problem, like, why people don't add instruments like that, because then they have to have someone on tour with that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes it more complicated. Because yeah. I remember when Niall talking about when how he was trying to decide between, like, do I want, uh, like, a violinist or, like, a cellist on tour with me? Mm-hmm. He, like, ended up choosing... Because you can, yeah. you know, like the more people, the more instruments you have, the more people you have, the more space you need, the more right. instruments. But like, I wouldn't mind if you had a really cool studio version and then like made it a guitar or something or like a sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know. D- did also, they can all afford to bring a saxophonist. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like Niall brought a violinist, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, at least he did that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then from the dining table, I'm just picturing the part where it, like, does the sort of building harmony things and, like, having that mm-hmm. in the strings going higher and higher, like, to complement uh. the vocals. I think I think that would sound really cool. Um, which ones did we not mention? <laughs> Kiwi Carolina. and Carolina. <laughs> Those would also be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, just Harry should do a version, but add in more instruments besides just, like, heavily strings. Yeah. Harry needs to do a sign of the he needs to bring a full choir on and do sign of the times <gasps> with an orchestra. Yeah. Why you did know, he do that at freaking Grammys? You know, JT kind of did that on his Future Sex Love Sounds tour um, that I didn't go to, but I watched the video, like the concert special. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a choir live, but he had a recorded choir scene. He has a song on that album with a choir. It was oh. amazing. It sounded so good. That's Harry should have so done cool. that. Yeah. Um, and then how about the 1D songs that you'd want as an orchestra version? I'll start us off and say, I feel like Girl Almighty would be so cool as an orchestra and adding in all like the, the horn section as well. I think that would just be so fun. I don't know what really else cool. at this point, but Girl I mean, Almighty they kind of sure. did Infinity with one, right? I when picked Infinity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when yeah. When they did they did that would be so cool. Orchestra version. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like, um, what a feeling would be cool. Mm, yeah. Totally. Very lounge feeling. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I also put um, Story of My Life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would lend itself quite well. And then I also just randomly thought Once in a Lifetime, which, like, <laughs> uh, uh, I really... remember that song. <laughs> I know. Because, like, not a lot of people like it because it's super weird melody. It's a really weird melody, um, really weird chords. But that's why I think an orchestra version of it would be cool because mm. it would be very unique. And I feel like they could do fun stuff with it. Liam said he had wanted that one to be a single. I remember that. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. I think that ended I up actually, in my like, bottom five One Direction. I like that song. And I like how it's got weird chords. And it's it's got very, like, magical mystery tour Beatles-y mm-hmm. vibes. And I dig that. Yeah. Um, but I am unsure. <laughs> to the public at large what it yeah <laughs> it's it's definitely like um like it's a specific taste like yeah this song is kind of, it makes me think of like like jazz music mm. yeah i don't know it's weird but i like i'm into it <laughs> i think i like think drag me down too would be fun oh yeah drag me down would be fun I think yeah. Fool's Gold would be neat to hear with it, too. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Oh, yeah. Niall should have done that because yeah. he claimed that one now. Niall, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Where's your orchestra on tour? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
I wonder why One Direction never put out live albums. I feel like those could have done really well. They did do some songs live. They do. Didn't they have they? A one live album, guys. They, they have, have yeah, a live so... album from, like, Up All Night Tour. Yeah. Really? Right, from the... Yeah, yeah, it's from the mm-hmm. iTunes festival in like oh, 2012. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that was it's not all the. It had like have 10 songs though. The it's not re- all of them. Only studio version of Na Na Na, right? It's from that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. We wouldn't have gotten Na 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 without that album. <laughs> There's a lot of no, things that. No, no, Na 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 is on the single for what the CD single for What Makes You Beautiful. Oh, okay. okay. Isn't on that like? Isn't on that like B side with um. Like irresistible and what is that? I've not heard these songs. No, no, you haven't heard irresistible. Oh, that's I don't think so. Hold on, let me see. They also have a horrible, horrible song called Magic. No, hey, I love that song. (laughs) Everything you do is magic. Also, their um, Savage Garden Plagiary. Um, truly, madly, deeply. deeply. Wait, is that the one where, like, she brings him, like, granola in bed or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I wake you up with Guy Frey in I don't bed? Know, I, I don't know any of these songs. My, You're like, late out. coming oh. to One Direction. I don't know oh, what no. any of this is. They Those were, were the some... target. That was the target one, right? From, I think that's hard magic. But I'm up all night or um, Take Me Home, I think. I don't know. One of those two. It oh, couldn't I have seen been a live album. Yeah, it was only six yeah. songs on the live album, it says. Oh, rude. Oh. Um, oh, oh, it's starting to play. Oh, oh. Yeah, none of these, like, <laughs> none of those little ones, like, Irresistible or Truly Madly Deeply, like, none of those are on Spotify. See, this is why, because I only have their songs. The reason I learned them is Apple Music. Uh. Yeah. Well, there's those other ones, too, like, um, Another World. Oh okay. yeah! Another world, and, uh, like legit, one of my favorite songs. I love that song. Like I, I, am I love so that song. angry that there's not a good version of it because the only version that exists suck. Like the audio quality sucks. And <laughs> we should do I'm a sorry, whole episode heated. on like the <laughs> lost one D song. There's a good version of it because it was on I don't the Apple Night CD in Japan. No, I have I one. Know, I'll send but it to you. Send it to me because <laughs> I have searched. I've scoured the internet and downloaded every version. And they've all been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> The one I have is okay. I mean, it's not, it's not like vinyl quality or anything, but it's not <laughs> terrible. Okay, I need, I just, need uh, all of the MP3s of all these songs because I've not heard any of them. Yeah, okay. you really I will need get to. a Google Drive going. I got okay. your facts. Um, does anyone have an MP3 of that song that's on YouTube that One Direction did? Whatever that one is, like just can't let her go. Yeah, uh, I need to add that one somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> let me just look. I really you know, need this, that This one. is unfortunate. My laptop from 2012 died, so oh. I don't have my, like, first, my, like, 1D hoarding when I first was getting into them. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wait, actually, that might not be true because I got a different laptop. Okay, <laughs> mm. I will have to do some digging later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We almost did this episode a One Direction song, and we kind of went there anyway. Oh, yeah, that's that, yeah. we were gonna do a 1d song analysis on this yeah i forgot about that we should do an episode or a tddl maybe about all these like b-sides and random yeah songs. we yeah. should we should yeah um well that was a fun way to end this episode <laughs> <laughs> a little 1d chit chat um this was good i really like talking yes, about this miles was fun. 
RTE album. And I hope we get more like versions, like live versions and, Mm -hmm. you know, orchestra versions or just redone versions or songs that were solo. And then you add a singer on to make it a duet. I don't know. I want all of that. I hope the other boys are inspired by this to keep doing it. Um, So yeah, moving into our recommendations. I'm going to pass it over to you, Lucia. What is your recommendation for this week while I search for mine? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first recommendation is to watch Jenna Marbles on YouTube if you don't already. I feel like that just should be my recommendation every week because Mm -hmm. she's, I feel like she's the funniest person like alive. Like every week I watch her videos and I'm just like, it can't get better than this. And then it does. And today's video is no exception. Um, And then my other recommendation is a Netflix show called Dairy Girls, D-E-R-R-Y. Have any of you watched it? No. 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 Okay. It's super good. It's set in um, Northern Ireland in the 90s. And it's like about this high school girl and her family. Um, and there's like a lot of political stuff going on. But it's like, it's just so good. It's it's kind of like a, it's like a high school, you know, follows these like high school kids. But it's like, I like it because they're very realistic high school kids. Like mm-hmm. a lot of those shows, oh, yeah. you feel like you're actually watching adults pretending to be in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but these actually feel like act- like actual high schoolers. And it's very funny. And they have very amazing um, Irish accents. And it's a good Ooh. time. I'll have to watch this. For sure. Um, and Steph, what do you have to recommend today? Um, my recommendation is to watch The Office. <laughs> I was watching that <laughs> just before we recorded. Watching it, just you know, or rewatch it because that's all I ever do is I just watch The Office and fall asleep on my couch. Uh, and then when I get, because I usually start by watching Dinner Party. Yep, um, the best. If I'm one. like cranky, and then I'll. It is the best one. And then I keep watching it, and then I get to Dinner Party again, and then I just I'm like, well, I can't not watch this. <laughs> the cycle repeats itself. So, so I'm I'm gonna yeah. admit something that I've never watched a single episode of The Office. That well, is that's a friendship ender. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> one employee gets so mad at me because I don't watch TV. Like I watch very little TV. Um and she gets and then if I do, I watch some like really random, like six part netflix show like i watched some like italian netflix show the other day for like six hours for oh no my reason. god and um so yeah she she loves the office and she when she first started she's like do you watch the office i'm like no she's like what am i gonna talk to you about like yeah you don't watch the office that is weird but you should you yeah, should you try it. it it's the best yeah you can just watch it and like it requires very little thought yeah, Especially maybe when background noise show. Maybe when I'm working part time, I can like watch some more TV. Yeah, I just I feel like when you have a recommendation that you know is going to be good, it is less like intimidating to start a new show. That's like true. you know you're going to get into it, and it's going to be awesome for yes. like nine seasons. So yes, I'm just really well, bad at paying attention to the TV. Like I will it'll be do awesome like twenty other things besides. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That that well, okay was not team Martha. <laughs> I just look at my phone. I don't even watch the TV. It's just on, and yeah. Michael will say something stupid, and I will laugh and keep looking at my phone. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's next? Uh, Steph. I think I'm next. Yeah. I go. Or Martha. Yeah. You did stuff. Um. I'm gonna recommend a book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. 
by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And it's about an actress from like the golden era of Hollywood, you know, when people would like <clears throat> sign contracts with studios and do movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it starts like she's like, you know, retired and older. She's like, I don't know how old she is, but she's an older lady. Um, and she um, invites like a reporter to her house um, who she thinks she wants her to write an article, but she really wants her to like write her biography. Ooh. And she's like, I'm going to tell you my ho- the story of my whole life that no one knows. And it's essentially about how, like, you know, they would spin stories for Hollywood. And, like, her whole life was a secret. No one ever Ooh. knew. And, like, all these things people knew about her was not really her life. Um, I got recommended this book because I told someone I was, like, really, like, one of the reasons I think I'm, like, kind of obsessed with Harry is because his life's a mystery. And that's, mm-hmm. like, really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, you should read this book. I think you'd like it. So, um it's kind of cool. That That's sounds really, really cool. interesting. I want to check that out. Yeah. Um, she was married seven times. I mean, she really was married seven times. So wow. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Wow. I was wondering if it was like reverse, like Mormonism, like if she had hus- seven husbands. No, no, no. At the same she was time. married to like seven different people. So <laughs> at different times. <laughs> at different times. <laughs> um, is it my turn again? Do we do everyone? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's your turn. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good one, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming on tonight. It's back on. So I'm going to recommend that. If you haven't watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it is a great show. It's I would say it's like like The Office where you just like get to know the characters. There's a ton of seasons. It's funny, um, but it also like deals with different important issues in a really good way. Um, I wish that I never watched the first season of that because it was so sh- sucky. Yeah, well, no, there's bad stuff about it, <laughs> for sure. There's bad stuff about it, for Good sure. Good save there, huh? <laughs> me? No, me. Oh, yes. Good save there. Um, no, there's, I mean, it's problematic in some ways, but it also, like, excels in other ways, so. Like, I've heard it gets, I've, I've heard they, like, move past, like, all the fat jokes. Yeah, it, it's just, it's awesome that they have, like, uh, a lot of characters who are people of color and they have people with different sexualities on the show and they talk about like really important issues um and it's and it's a comedy so that's really amazing um so yeah if you haven't watched that give it a chance and check it out um let us know what you thought of this episode what is your favorite song on niall's rte live orchestra album um or which 1d and what harry song and what louis song what zane song what liam song would you love to hear as an orchestra version or like a jazz version or whatever version let us know on twitter maybe i'll make that our question of the week which we haven't done Mm. in years um but yeah (laughs) let us know (laughs) uh thanks for listening to episode 163 of talk direction you can go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talk direction at gmail.com uh, go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow all of us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I am Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia, O-L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Martha, where can they find you? Um, I'm on Twitter at Marth and M A R T H A N N eighty five and I'm on Instagram at Vacays um, by Martha. That's my travel agency page. Nice. And how about you, Steph? 
Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and basically everywhere at Sakabelle, S-A-K-A-B-E-L-L-E. I think I spelled that right. And I have my pin one, too, which everyone probably knows, but it's designs by Sokka, S-A-K-A. <laughs> yes, and there's tons of pin things out and new ones that appear all the time and get me very excited and make me want to spend my money. Um, so everyone should go check that out. Um, but yeah, and if you'd like, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash TalkDirection. We appreciate everyone who supports us over there. Um, we're very thankful because it helps us run the show and make this thing happen. Um, and this week on TDDL, Talk Direction Down Low, we are going to be talking about Louis Tour Hopes and Dreams, which is very exciting. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. I think you can get us in pretty much any podcast app that's out there. I'm Caitlin. Not Spotify. Sorry. Oh, Spotify. Wait, not Spotify. <laughs> Does Spotify do podcasts? Yeah, but you have to be special. Oh, well, we're not special. We're not special enough for Spotify, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but if you have, like, I know there's different ways, like, different phones have different apps for podcasts and stuff. Like, I think you can get us. There's an RSS yeah, you can find feed. Us, yeah, you can find us anywhere. Except Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> except Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caitlin. I'm Lucia. And... <laughs> oh, I'm Steph. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and I'm Martha. I didn't tell them how we were closing the show. I just put it in the doc. So it's my fault. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this. We'll see you next time for episode 164. Bye. Bye.